Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome everyone to today's talk as we dive in one more time to another disconnecting um, research for depression, which is something as, as Christians have known for a very long time. But the scientific world is finally beginning to catch up and we are excited about that, that they are catching up and beginning to look at depression and how depression develops, what begins to happen in people that begin to really fight with depression. Not just days of being sad, but the true, you know, depression when you find it difficult to be connected. And one of the ways that they have found that really um, influences a person's level of um, depression is a loss a futuristic hope that depressed people lose the connection to be able to think about the future of you know a month from now six months from now they can't they can't they just think tomorrow is going to be the same as today and next week is going to be the same as today and they lose the ability to have a hope for that future and they've lost connection with a community that helps them stay connected into the futuristic life. When I hear many people becoming, you know, very upset and depressed about, you know, the things that are going on in the world, and yeah, there are things that are going on in the world that make me mad, makes me so mad, especially when it has to do with our children. And then I get mad at the parents who are doing that to their kids. That is not the same as um, the depression that some people get into, uh, the sadness that everything is terrible, horrible, and awful, that the pessimistic view of life begins to eke in, and you slowly but surely lose the ability to have that hope of the future. And as Christians, some can just hang on by a thread with hoping Jesus is going to, you know, come back soon, or they're going to go see Jesus soon, or, you know, they're hanging on. But Christ has told us to live life abundantly, and that he's come, that we can live that kind of life. We can live abundantly. We can live with hope in a future. In Hebrews ten twenty three, it says, let us hold fast, meaning let us hold tight, to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And we know he is faithful, even when we are not. Thank goodness he does not change depending on my whims and my moods or yours. Wouldn't that be terrible if we had a God that was moved by our emotions? Because man, sometimes my emotions are all over the place, like stop it. But demons will begin to scratch away and each away at no 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 no. you there's you have no future 
everything that's going on that's bad and wrong right now is going to be the same tomorrow, a week from now. It's never going to get any better. It's never going to change. And when you begin to hear those kind of lies, you need to break it and say, no, in the name of Jesus, that is not true. If there's other disconnecting factors that are also going on and you're fighting with depression, listen to, listen to the last couple of weeks and, and discover what some of those disconnections can be and how they work in your life so that you can begin to stop the disconnection, put your foot down and say, no more, I am going to reconnect with whatever else is, is back there affecting you and begin to hang on to that hope and that future so you can have that life abundantly as Christ, as Christians, Christ has given us the inner, the ability to be hopeful. The Holy Spirit within us is our joy and our hope. And he is the strengthener of our faith. He is the one that helps us to overcome each and every obstacle. And of course, it's just like demons to not want you to overcome anything, right? They want you to, to just curl up in a ball and die. And sometimes pain hurts really bad, but it doesn't mean that you do not have hope for a future. Works miracles. We know that the word says his word, his word will not return void. We know for that son or that daughter that we are praying for, or that sister or that brother we are praying for, or the mother or the whoever, a friend, we know that God's word is at work because he said so. He said so. We can't dictate what it's going to be and how it's going to act out and how it's going to move and what the the path of change really is. You know, suicide rates among teens went skyrocket throughout the COVID and depending on where you were in the country, you know, the suicide rates were higher. But throughout COVID, because they lost their ability and maybe their parents had lost it to see that things were going to be different because they'd lost so much connection and you know as teens connection with people is so important but they had lost that maybe they were you know the star football player and now suddenly they're the regular person on zoom they're not getting the accolades they're not getting the attention that they used to get and so that depression begins to seek in that this is the way it's always going to be because there were times when that wasn't ever going to change for them. They couldn't see. And as teenagers, their brain is not um, functioning in a full capacity yet. They're, all of their brain is not even connected yet. So that their brain can't see much past, you know, a, a, a week depending on where they are in their teenage life or 10, 11, 12, you know, they, they're lucky if they see three, four days down the road. They can't see future a week from now, a month from now, six months from now. They don't have that brain capacity to do that. So in this discovery that, hey, depressed people 
lose hope for the future. They lose the community, the sense of feeling community, the sense of feeling belongingness. They lose that sense. Then depression creeps in. Well, as Christians, we know this. We know this because when we take our eyes off of Christ, when we take our eyes off the hope of His delivering power, if we didn't have hope that He is the deliverer, then what? what is there? What is there? In Revelations 21.3, it says, I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. Isn't it awesome? I mean, this is Revelations. And then we have in the beginning there in Exodus, make, make a temple, make a holy of holies so I can dwell with the people. God wants to be near us and close to us and be with us. How could we possibly lose hope when we keep our eyes and our thoughts on that? Listen, I'm just like the rest of y'all. I go ups and downs. I have hurt and I have pain. And you think at that moment that pain is so bad that you just would rather just, just curl up in a ball and throw a rock over the hole, right? That's what you want. Throw a rock over the hole. But when we come to ourselves, to the end of ourselves... And we can put our eyes back onto the Lord Jesus Christ and his sufferings and the death of the cross. Then we begin to pull out of that place. We begin to resubmit ourselves to him. And he is our hope. He, he is the one that is our future. He is the miracle producing God. He is the one that covers us and picks us up in his mercy and in his grace. The place where we begin to lose all of that is where we begin to only see us and our pain and our situation. Then we lose sight of the light that he has given us, that he is a lamp unto our feet. He will make our path straight. He is the lifter of our head. So today, if you're struggling with that or you know someone who is struggling with that, encourage them. Give them a word of hope. Isn't that one of the best miracles that you can see is somebody getting the light of like, Jesus is still there. He still loves me. So many people feel that they have disappointed him, that they are disconnected from him because of their own actions and behaviors, which is far from the truth. He loves them, no matter what they have done, which is sometimes hard for us to understand. But what an encouraging word you could give to someone, that Christ still is with them and wants to dwell with them. That's why he sent the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. Because he is a dwelling kind of God. So today, know that God is dwelling with you. And that his love and his eyes are on you. You are the apple of his eye.
Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.